So, <laughs> anyway. Chris, Chris Waters, yeah. Hunting Trips Australia. Yeah. Welcome to the first Hunters Campfire podcast here at the, I better get this right, the Queensland yeah. Adventure Expo. No. Oh. Queensland Outdoor Expo. No, Outdoor Adventure <laughs> Expo. Expo. Or uh, Queensland Outdoor Adventure Hunting Expo. Okay. I think. What did it say up there? This is. Welcome to the Toowoomba Honey Expo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the 29th today, so Friday, and we're going to talk to Chris about his wonderful idea, which is Hunting Trips Australia, which, by the way, you might recognise we've already done it as a podcast. That's why we're starting with Chris, because we know him, and uh, it's going to be easy for us. So, I'll make it hard. If I walk into this expo yeah. with the song in my heart and the desire to hunt, yeah. and I see your exhibit what am i going to find out sure so there's three brands that i'm representing one is hunting trips australia the yep. other is the australian hunters club which we kind of talked about um briefly at our last time like our last catch up i was kind of just introducing the club but i it was under the hunting trips australia banner and now it's separate it's just its own oh, okay. separate sure. thing. and then there's also the australian huntsman youtube channel so um, you'll find information about all those things but hunting trips australia is really the platform that's free to use, it's free to list on if you're a guide. It's still free after 12 months, even though it's kicking goals. Um, and you can just jump on and you can find a hunt that, that suits you. The door, closer. And we've got Joe from DPI, and I'm, I'm signaling him to close the door. That is. <laughs> you're, he's thinking, go, go, go that's right. you can do it. <laughs> you're doing a good job. <laughs> so, you, you can, can stay in, in. in. just Come you're you're welcome to be in. Just, just close the door. <laughs> we've got, uh, by the way, we've got an audience okay, member. That's it. We've got an audience member. So, sorry about that, Chris. That's all right, mate. I love it. I love it. Oh, super organic. Okay, so <laughs> we better recap that because we just lost the whole stream of thought there. You'll be talking to this man later. <laughs> okay, so give us a rundown again. Sorry about that. That's okay. So if so, if you're wanting to, it's really it's geared at. Um, mainly not just new hunters but it's especially useful for new hunters that are coming in they've never um, hunted with anyone before they're they're interested in doing a course they're interested in um, doing like a meat hunt or if they want to push themselves and do a trophy you can go on the website and you can say i just want to i'm after samba deer in victoria with a bow this is my price range and it spits out all the guides oh, wow. that, that reference that that do that kind of hunt and then you can read information about that hunt and it's all kind of templated so all the information is, is kind of similar on each of the listing. And then you can just go and say, yep, I'm ready to contact them and fill out the contact form and then it goes straight to that guide and that guide can then follow up with you and figure out a hunt. So being that we're in Toowoomba in Queensland, yep. and I know that being a Victorian, you can't help but talk about Victoria. If, as a <laughs> you Queensland- You can't help but talk about how good Victoria is. We're on the same true, line. Very true, very true. But so as a Queenslander or a New South Welshman or yeah. Welsh person, yeah. How's that work? So many opportunities. Like, the, like there's um, a lot of. So there's a whole vast array of different hunts on the platform. There's, oh, okay. You've got your guys who have your fence properties um, that you can go in there and you can get your yes, what is a hamburger or whatever. Um, then there's more guys uh, further up in Queensland. Some of the stations that you can go and hunt in places like that. So we literally, I would be pretty confident saying we have 95% of the guides in, in the country on the website. Wow. So there's over 140 listings on there um, and some of those represent the same business with different offerings but so there's a lot of the whole idea of the platform is that there's so much 
volume and it takes the guesswork out of you know, I don't know, like you go to a guide's website and some of them are really confusing and you don't really know what they're, what they're mm-hmm. actually offering. And for a new hunter, you don't know what kind of questions you should be asking to get the information out. And so this is an easy way for you to go in and do some of that legwork and filter down and find out something that works for you. Okay, that sounds very, very helpful. So if I, so what are some of the questions that I should ask? Sure, that's a great. So, I mean, you should ask, first of all, like what type of hunt is it? Are we talking about the difference between a guided hunt versus a course versus a course that involves hunting and has a guarantee of game versus something that's a trophy hunt versus a ranch hunt? There's all different types of hunting and each of those will give you a very different experience. Okay. So what's a ranch hunt? So a ranch hunt is typically a hunt that's done on a property that's fenced and there's guaranteed game there and they're breeding the game deer, um, buffalo, whatever it is um, that's designed to be hunted and so they will it's it's similar it's basically a hunting property okay so it's uh, uh, the kind of high fence safari type of idea exactly okay so what's uh what's the kind of the flip side to that the flip side to that would be i guess like something like a a guided hunt in state forest in New South Wales. Oh, okay. Where so you have guides going into the state forest and they know the state forest really well. There might not be a guarantee of a deer, but you're, it's more of a experience that you're going for. You're not going there to get a massive trophy. You're going there to have an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them do offer guarantees. Uh, so, and they usually say, well, we'll guarantee you a meat animal. Yeah. Um, and it's more of a course-based thing. So we okay. are there to learn. You're there to learn about how the thermals work, how the wind works, how to identify sign, um, how to deal with terrain, elevation, deer movement, all that kind of thing. Okay, and so, and uh, that leads to the next question that you said there is actually like a, like a course. So a course is obviously that. Mm-hmm. And what, what else might I, so if, for instance, uh, do the courses ca- hand, uh, cover all things like firearms mm-hmm. and so on? There's, so different um, guides do different things. And uh, what I'm seeing at least, what I've seen in the last five years is the, the guides that are offering this are evolving and they're starting to understand how to package this better. So there's guys like Paul Bogue in Victoria who's been doing it for ages, mm-hmm. everyone knows his name. He's a very structured system of the way he does it. So for instance, he won't take you out on a guided hunt until you've gone and done shot placement training the day before. Oh, until okay. your groupings are such that he's confident that you can take an animal down cleanly. So he would do that. Some other guys might just say, well, you'll come out and I'll, sh- I'll teach you the fire and we'll do some dry firing. Um, we'll talk about how you hold a rifle. Uh, it all depends on your skill level and, and m- most of them are tailored to the person. So depending on what you think you need or what they think you need, they'll, they'll sort Okay, of and Paul does uh, hounds as well, doesn't he? Hounds, yeah. I got that right? Yeah, I think he does some hounds. He does kind of everything from your beginner's courses all the way up to your trophy hunts um, okay. and everything in between. So structured courses and tre- teaching and training, um, yeah. That's it, because I, 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 I may have seen, I'm not sure, I might have got it wrong, I, thought, I think I've seen him running in a hound course or something like that once. But yeah, maybe. That, to me, that's, that looks like There definitely hunt. are some, especially guys in Victoria, that, that specifically do hound hunting guided hunts. Wow. Where you either take your hound and they'll help teach, yep. or you just hunt with them. You hound. just go with the hound crew, wow. That sounds Which fantastic. Which is awesome. Like, to get that kind of, I mean, I think having someone that runs a dog with my brother, to, if, I, if we'd known that, like the, the years that you could save, the shame of, of trying to figure it out. Like just to be like, 
don't let your dog do that. Like, or hey, he did a good job. Like, this is how you praise him. Or like, or he's going after Roos. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that, that, there's something really important about that. Uh, yes, that sounds like a very smart idea. But the, for me, this is like one of the reasons why I love this platform and what I've tried to bake into the club as well is for me, mentoring is something that is incredibly important. And if we, if we, and you, I know you feel the same way, especially about giving people access and stuff. If we're not responsible for new hunters and we're not growing and developing and shaping them and teaching them and giving them access to knowledge and learning practical sense, then we're not looking after our, our industry and we're not looking after our lifestyle because it only takes a few guys who don't know what they're doing with all the best intentions, do something stupid and illegal that then affects all of us. Oh, yeah. Legislation tightens, access gets removed. And so I feel a real responsibility to make sure that even if they're paying, that people can learn. And, and why, why lose all this, this great knowledge and skills? Like, why do we have this emphasis on the individual? Like you should go out there and go watch all these YouTube videos. And like, I know we both have YouTube channels, so we put our hands up saying that we contribute to this, but like there's no substitute for having someone that you can sit down and talk with and can point to things and say this, that, not that, this. Yeah, I, I, I wholly support that idea and you know, the thing about cultures, and if we look at hunting as a culture, there's kind of two ways you can get rid of a culture. Mm. One, you can purposely seek to remove it, mm. or the other, you just let it wither on the vine. Yeah. And if we don't do something about the culture of hunting, that is to keep it alive and keep growing it, because mm. it, it, it can't stay still, it's got to keep going up, yeah. um, it'll either wither on the vine and that will make it much more susceptible for someone to say, no, we yeah. don't want that anymore. No one, no one's doing that. No one's going duck hunting. No one's shooting deer. Yeah, we don't need that. And we don't have the wider community support for the, which doesn't, not in a negative sense, but just it's evolved. Like when you look at early man, when we first started hunting, there was no such thing as a hunter. Everyone hunted because yeah. you were either hungry and you, and you hunted or you died. And then once we start getting tribes, you start having people who are better hunters. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the age of agriculture where, like, it's like we've got less. And, we need hunters less and less and less to the point we are now, whereas. No one needs hunters. We have massive farms. Like we, you don't need hunters to go out there and get meat. And so there's no imperative to pass on that information, that knowledge. So it's only within the community that that will happen. We can't rely on society to be teaching and raising new hunters. So that just doesn't happen. So if we don't do it, then no one will. And I suppose for, I was just thinking about what you said there and where we are. You know, it's it's the same with horses. Yeah. You technically don't need horses no, anymore. You don't. So the whole culture around horses is for want of a better word, a culture driven by participation. Correct. People want to have something to do with horses yeah. because yeah. we don't need them. And, and I think that's a really good point too with hunting. And you so, need people like yourself and Ian to be positively role modeling, modeling within the community, for the community, but also to show the outside world that, that we do contribute value, that there is great things about this lifestyle that we know and love and we're not all crazy you know, idiots. Well, not, well, most of us are. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, some of us are. But, um, but it ebbs and flows. But if, like, if we don't take on that responsibility, then we can't expect anyone else to do it. And I mean, looking through the glass window, you guys can't see it, but looking through the glass window at the, at the layout out there, we're actually seeing that firsthand. Hello, sir, how are you? Good morning, how are you? Very well. You guys are in the middle of a. We are, but a that's podcast. okay. Do you want to join the podcast? And you are? Jason Lippinella. Hey Jason, how are you? We'll come speak to you later, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. See, talking about the culture of hunting, we just <laughs> we've just met one of its greatest proponents. There we go. Jason. So Jason from Liquid Anna. We'll be talking to him sometime soonish. <laughs>
Okay. Anything else? I don't know what you're we, talking about. We wind, the podcast. You're we the one wind up this kooky podcast. Uh, so that's what you provide. Let me, let me say one thing okay. actually, that, that kind of blends into what we're talking about. And it's something that I know you're passionate about and something that I'm trying to weave into the culture that I engage with. So with, with the Australian Hunters Club, I have this same challenge, right? That I want to be mentoring and growing people and not just having a club that offers genuine reason and insurance. But the question is, how do you, how do you operate that at scale? How do you give people meaningful... <laughs> meaningful connections and so one of the simple things that I'm trying to do is <laughs> oh, oh, hope I just didn't cause an industrial accident uh, <laughs> there's ouch. a bunch of guns like it's a forklift yeah yeah no it's a TV stand we, we might have to wrap up soon but go 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 so I was just saying that we have this thing called host a hunt and it's a really simple idea is that if I'm going to go on a hunt let's say I'm going um, up to the high country in two weeks I can as a member of this club I can list that on the website and say hey I'm going on the, up to the high country two spots available who wants to come and any member can see that listing and say yeah I want to come a greenhorn or an expert and they'll just reach out and I don't have to say yes to them but it just connects us and through this simple like thing we're, we've been doing it since April and we've had something like 15 of them already and you have people meeting at like 5 o'clock in the morning in the dark with rifles you've never met each other and you, you're smiling because I know what you're thinking it's a well, recipe for disaster right no I actually had the same thing happen to me in England but it, it's amazing what actually happens is amazing mm. um, and you have people connecting and having a laugh and you know building a relationship in this really exciting interesting environment that you love and you share together mm. and so it's simple things like that I think that we need to be taking seriously and because otherwise if we don't do it then we can't expect anyone else to do it they're not going to do it for us I think that's a pretty good place to end oh, we were talking about products and we've completely drifted off which probably explains, well, that's what, that's explains, products. Why, <laughs> explains why we're so bad at this okay oh, okay Chris Pleasure. fantastic mate that was great we've got to get out of here because it looks like people want to come in but we're going to do more podcasts so stick around guys see ya